And we're off. Hey, Big Bump, how are you doing this morning? Doing well. How are you, Hey, I'm doing well as nice. well. Uh, it's Friday, November 10th, pre-Veterans Day here in Los Angeles, 2023 AD, 902 almost. And uh, what are we going to cover today, Big Bump? Uh, B-I-G-G-B-U-M-P. Right on. Co-hosting with Hake today. Thank you. Thank you. Um, talk about the the death of merit in science. Um, again, another Hillary Clinton, Clinton, uh, nasty comments and, and <laughs> things like that. Uh, oh, one thing that I want to talk about was, uh, 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 slavery. Um, nice. Uh, so I'll leave it at that. It's a little, little something that, I, uh, shout out to William. Nice. Um, yeah. And some little quirky things, you know, that, uh, that I've come across this past few days there's one story in particular that i'm really pumped about and no it's not the drew barrymore one although that one's kind of fun <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> that's cool <laughs> you found a drew barrymore story that is interesting Forgot about that yeah yeah <laughs> about bruce willis's daughter yeah um but the uh the tiktok black tiktok video of the yeah. white anti-white slurs <laughs> alphabetically organized that gal must be part white i'm she excited about that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's going to be cool, too. Yeah. Like <laughs> so all that and your calls. Some of you guys already called in, and I have some Super Chats to read as well, guys. So anyway, everybody, let's get right on for the with the A.J. Gallardo original theme song of The Hake Report, co-hosting with Big Bump. Nice. With the show! <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I scheduled my YouTube video for 11 a.m. today, not 9 a.m. I guess I was in church mode. I know I end at 11. I'm supposed to end at 11, not start at 11 Pacific time. 11 Central time, I guess. What a mess. Oh, it's the hate report, the hate report, la la la. guys doing i am fine i got my uh uh out of print out of print uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies t-shirt from uh the jc lee peterson now defunct teespring store but there is a version similar to this a little bit more uh justified font big font uh that you can get hopefully from well maybe from a uh, you can get different products along these lines from uh, J- JLP's Society6. So rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. Morning, big bump. Good morning. Good morning. You got your LA, your usual LA gear on. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little LA hoodie. Rustic LA hoodie. 
That's um, cool. Like Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. And then what what are these colors on your hat? You got his cap on. Yeah. Signature cap. <laughs> Red, white, and blue. This is actually a, like a 4th of July edition. Oh, right and, on. Yeah, says LA, USA on the side. Um, but I wear it, you know, Veterans Day. True. Happy uh, Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. Uh, Memorial Day, I'll wear it. Things like that, you know. Um, right on. Yeah, so... Yeah, just a little something different again. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, man. Thank it's you. good to it's good to have you on. Thank you. Nice being here. Yeah, uh, I have calls to get to, but um, and super chats to get to, but let's dive right in. I would like to open with this slavery thing because we talk about slavery in the past. Right. So uh, you sent me this one thing: NKAA Notable Kentucky African Americans database. From University of Kentucky. University of Kentucky. Uh, and it was an article called African American Slave Owners in Kentucky. I have screenshots of this article that you sent me. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about this. So first, let me say, shout out to William for bringing it up in uh, one of your shows um, uh, almost a month ago. He he brought up a number and I didn't realize what he said. is. um but then I was like, oh, okay, let me check, check, a, check on this and see. Uh, he said that there were 4,000 slave owners, you know, black or Negro slave owners in America. And that was like, I guess, the highest that was recorded at the time. Yeah. And so I just, uh, let me do my usual look up research or whatnot. Yeah. And I came across, immediately I came across specifically Kentucky, that uh, African-American slave owners in Kentucky that uh, at, the University of Kentucky, your research was done, um, that he, he was correct. It were, the study found 3,777 3, Negro slave owners in the United States. And this specifically was uh, this one, this research was based on Kentucky counties. There's 29 counties in Kentucky. And they there were, out of those 29 counties, there were 95 Negro slave owners. Oh wow! At the time, yeah, I uh, calculated what was here. Yeah, and um, they have they have it documented that each slave owner's name <laughs> at that time, and uh, this was up until 1830. I guess they stopped counting. The federal census stopped counting Negro slaves, or I guess slave owners. Yeah period at 1830 so everything after is like a guesstimation i guess you can guess from 1830 to 40 but after 1840 there was like really no record right of uh of that uh, those owners and they didn't take the demographics of the slave owners they didn't say oh this is a black slave owner they had to cross-reference yeah. the uh, slave owner's name with the census yes names and get the demographics from that, whether they were actually black. Right, uh, right. They didn't call them African-American back then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a newfangled thing from Pushed by Jesse Jackson, I learned from JLP. Right, yeah. Phoniness. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I saw... I thought I saw... 1840. A total of... Okay, a, a history of world societies in this article that mm-hmm. you sent. Doc... A History of World Societies was a publication. They documented a total of 6,000 Negro slave oh, owners in okay. the United States. Right. Okay. 
But you're right. You said 3,700, according to that study right. from the research yeah. department. Yeah. And uh, they do qualify. Maybe this is the discrepancy. The 18, well, 1850 and 60 didn't identify mm-hmm. slave owners by race. Okay. Right. But ownership, now here's a qualifier. Ownership may have meant the purchase of a spouse, such right. as like a man, a black man, a black slave man gets freed and then buys his wife from the slave master. And then she's a slave, but she's his wife. Right. She's yeah. just basically purchased her freedom. Right. Or, or his children. Child. Yeah. Yeah. Or family. Or relatives yeah. who were not emancipated, freed. Right. Um, and then also, they also qualify ownership, also an investment. Purchased children and adults mm-hmm. may or may not have been given the opportunity to work off their purchase price in exchange for their freedom. See, slaves back then could, in some many cases, yeah. uh, work for their freedom. Mm-hmm. Right. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's so interesting. It, it, it's just you hear things over and over throughout the years, and you get the the dumbed down version of it, right? And then you get to st- some things like I'll use, I'll say statistically, or um, researching information, and it's the complete opposite. It's a total one eighty of what you've been told, right? You, know, you would think that there was only the one slave owner that started slavery. Once you get to that point. That uh, whatever his name was, Johnson something Johnson, I guess. Um, Anthony Johnson. Anthony yeah. Johnson, and that's the one like, that Hassan found, right? Yeah. <laughs> and like that's the only black slave owner or Negro right. slave owner that there ever was in America or the United States. But it's it, like I said, it's the complete opposite, right? And, uh, and uh, you know, people get worked up for no reason, right? You know? And people will use you. F- for their benefit, but you're just being a pawn. And, uh, True. You know, when you just don't know something simple as that. And it, it's nothing to cover up. It shouldn't be anything to cover up. Just, hey, this is the information. Yep. Um, That's how I was taught it when I was a kid. It was just matter of fact. Right. There were good and bad slave owners. And there were good and bad slaves, which is just common sense. Right. Yeah. And it's, you can't make assumptions just based on somebody's position in life, whether they're a slave master. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this guy uh, who who got in a fight because he looked like he was breaking into his own home, Henry Louis Gates Jr. Oh, one he, of the, okay, yeah, just recently, right? Like past 10 years or during the yeah, Obama Yeah, during time. the Obama administration. Yeah, right. And the police officer, the white police <laughs> officer arrested him right. because he was acting erratic <laughs> because somebody called the police on him. It looked like he was trying right. to break into his own home. Right. Um, <laughs> and he has this PBS, mm-hmm. public broadcasting service or whatever, right. show called... Finding your roots or something like that. Yeah, and they he goes into people's genealogy and finds whether they were slave their their ancestors were slaves or uh-huh. slave owners. Right, and it's always these people have an emotional reaction as though oh just yes. because you were a slave you had this horrible life and were mistreated mm-hmm. not necessarily mm-hmm. or just because you were a slave your ancestor was a slave master that's something to be ashamed of. Right, and it's not the case. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I see. I see when they figure it out, they're either ecstatic or emotionally just disturbed. Because right, and it's, just, it's always like these anything. these liberal celebrities <laughs> always who find out <laughs> this information <laughs> and they follow over themselves, yeah. apologizing and being <laughs> dramatic. Right, drama is their life. <laughs> yeah, and uh, what, there was something else that I wanted to mention. 
I forget. Oh, Dinesh D'Souza. He's okay. made a couple of like historical documentaries. Mm-hmm. And of course, he puts his analysis that people can agree with or disagree with. But he too, in like Hillary's, the, the, the documentary on Hillary's America and her okay. past and about slavery, mm-hmm. he, he too found that there were black slave owners. Okay. And yeah. they were known to treat their slaves more harshly than the white slave owners. According to, like, his research. Right. And, you know what? With that, and it, it takes me to, reminds me of certain situations where, like, sometimes the black cop will do the same thing. We'll treat the black. Yeah. <laughs> they don't it's have that guilt. Movie, right. <laughs> they, uh, they may have been mistreated worse right. by their mother, maybe. Right. Yeah. Or by their fellow black man. Mm-hmm. And so they have a more of a hatred towards their fellow blacks. Bitterness, right, yeah. Or they just know what they can take. Mm-hmm. Or they do unto others what was done unto them. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> harsh isn't necessarily unjust. Right. They yeah. can sometimes be more unjust. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that many Jewish people have a harsher take on Jews than, than, uh, than other races mm-hmm. or other peoples gotcha. do. Yeah. Because they one because they know each other, mm-hmm. and two because they harbor a resentment toward family members, <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> and so they have a beef. There's many blacks who are anti-black, right? Yeah, right. Who like there's even black conservatives who like who like hate blacks. Hate blacks, right? Yeah. Whereas that's not the answer, <laughs> right? At all, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and many black, I mean, all black liberals hate blacks. True. Yeah. True indeed. True indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, my other point about the the cop thing, yeah, I was just going to say it's not just a, uh, a TV thing. I think I was going to say that where um, some some movies showed that aspect of black cops is what I was going to say. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, about them being overly aggressive to blacks, but I think that was more of a just a, like the roots phenomenon where just to put it in your face that hey, be angry at the cops, right? You know. You know what happens, but be angry at the cops all the time, no matter what. Yeah. You know? I mean, the, I mean, it's like the house Negro effect, like the house slave mm-hmm. was resented allegedly right. <laughs> by the uh, field slave and the uh, blacks. It's a vicious circle because the blacks hate the black cop. Sometimes they mm-hmm. see him as a traitor. Right. And so he's like either compensating or overreacting to that. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's just vindictiveness building up in between or viciousness building up between one another. Right. And then they won't allow a person like Joel Friday to join the force. I know. You know. A spare-minded <laughs> right. man. Yeah. Who's like the kindest to the ladies and everybody, but he is too honest, yeah. too independent thinking. Right. Right. Yeah. What a setup. They, the military and the police have just gotten rid of all the independent thinkers, as yeah. many as possible. Right. The whites, the men, the uh, clear-thinking guys, mm-hmm. the independent thinkers like Joel. What a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. And I agree with that. Okay. Um, let's move on into... Uh, before we get to calls, I want to get cover at least two topics and then calls and then two more topics, let's say. <laughs> the death of merit in science. Yeah. Okay. This was interesting. Yeah. And I had no idea about this. Me neither. And I kind of <laughs> like this idea, to be honest. <laughs> because I personally like looking into the people who are conducting these mm. studies. So explain it. 
It's because people are lost if okay. they don't know what we're so, talking about. So, um, let me find this on my end. Yeah, the the death of merit in science. Um, this was a a um, out of the Washington Examiner from uh, a lady named Deborah So. She's like a mixed uh, Asian um, author, um, researcher, whatnot. Um, S O H her S-O-H, last name Deborah yeah. So. No H in Deborah. Um, and her, this was based off of science.com, um, publication and it's, it's about whether scientists should include positionality statements when publishing their research and positionality statements are like the race, your sexual orientation, uh, like your identity is basically like a political identity or, you know, the, the, um, what's the word? The identity politics type deal where, where you live, you know, how you grew up. And, um, that, that's where that positionality statement plays a part in what you were saying. Like it, you see where this almost where the science come from because of the person is, is, is basing everything off of, you know, their viewpoint of life instead of the science thing. Right. right. And uh, instead of just looking at the science. And that's how I saw it as, but it, it I see where you're coming from is this, you like it, but uh-huh. it's just, I guess the, the political identity thing, that's where it plays in it. It pushes certain narratives to like the Chinese virus to, uh, you know, HIV AIDS and and uh, climate change because they all have a political agenda. Definitely, and I know, I know there are people in that realm and area that have those political agendas that uh, would follow that that um, positionality statement. Yeah, this is it's an interesting word positionality. So my position as a white male mm-hmm. Christian. Middle upper middle class, right? Uh, all all of these things that they would identify me as, and I, and partially I Christian mm-hmm. things that I partially identify myself. Um, Science, one of the world's most prestigious scientific journals, reads this article by Deborah So in uh, Washington Examiner, published an article last week querying whether scientists should include positionality statements when publishing research. The purpose of a positionality statement, quote-unquote, is to offer details about the author's personal characteristics, such as their race, sex, sexual disorientation, gender misidentity, and geographic location, among other things. The practice originated in the social sciences, which are not science, it's socialism, communism, I think, with the goal of improving inclusivity (laughs) and drawing attention to power imbalances, especially if a science isn't part of the so-called community that he or she is studying. Uh, And this gal, Deborah So, says any precious free time that scientists have should be devoted first towards staying sane in such a fast-paced environment and to applying for additional funding so they may remain gainfully employed because scientists don't produce value on their own. They have to get subsidized. Right, yeah. And then their findings can be used to produce valuable 
mm-hmm. uh, practices, I guess, maybe. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they do. I'll give them that. Okay. Yeah. I'll give them that. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's, you, you pay for what you see value in. And some True. people pay for stuff that's they wrongly imagine value in, and mm-hmm. some people pay for stuff that actually is valuable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like people pay for Hague, and sometimes Hague <laughs> provides, you know, nominal value. <laughs> people buy Hague coffees. Appreciate it. <laughs> you guys are my patrons. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, were you about to say something? Yeah, this gal continues. Yeah, when reading okay. scientists' positionality statements, I can't help but feel extremely uncomfortable as why I'm reading a hostage statement. Because some of these people aren't doing it voluntarily. Right. It comes as out of place, invasive to read detailed descriptions about a researcher's racial background, age, socioeconomic status, where they grew up, and other erroneous tidbits about their life while simultaneously knowing they likely had to declare this information mm-hmm. to have their findings published or to graduate. Oh, because schools are pushing they're this pushing stuff. It. Yeah. And schools are corrupted by, they're totally infiltrated yeah. by uh, the liberals. Mm-hmm. And these people need government funding sometimes. And majority the government's the corrupted. Yeah. yeah, the majority of the time, true. <laughs> yeah. The current ideological obsession with replacing objectivity and excellence with diversity, equity, and inclusion fanaticism will only derail future scientific achievement. I agree with that. It will deter anyone from a from be, oh, it'll deter anyone belonging to a so-called mm-hmm. overrepresented groups, white Asian men, from pursuing scientific endeavors, regardless of how competent or passionate they are. They'll risk coming to believe the value of their work won't be based on merit, but rather the circumstances they were born into. This Deborah Sogal is a sex neuroscientist, yeah. by the way. Yeah. The Doctor Deborah So podcast. End of gender. Debunking the myths of about sex and identity in our society. She's, her name sounds familiar. I wonder if Jesse interviewed her before or... I don't... What the, when I was reading up on her, what came across my mind is she did a salon uh, piece about a... Uh, I guess... What was it? Like in a pedophile, maybe? Oh, this yeah. This was like back in 2015. I, I remember reading about... When I seen it, I was like, okay. And then it said something about her doing some salon article and i was like oh i think i know because it salon salon always plays my mind with yep. that uh with that story so she was salon the is a did. far left right but <laughs> sort of interesting sometimes right sometimes it can be <laughs> and she was uh she uh was the one who did that article for that that guy i forgot what his name was like nickelodeon or nickerson or something like that oh, okay uh, that she kind of she said she wasn't portraying him as any type of way and in a sense, she wasn't. It was almost a sense of something how Jesse would say is that's not who he is. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, he's, he's, you know, caught up. Yeah. He's in his mind. He, things like that. And, uh, you know, a lot of people were. This Nickerson guy him. was a, was he like a interested in, in the wrong way in children? Yeah. Yeah. In the S word. So, and allegedly he never right. done anything. But yeah. He was just, his mind was there. Right. And, uh, which. Yeah, of course it was. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, he had, and that's what she was saying. He he had never done anything. It was just you know that was his interest. Yeah, um, he was he was twisted. Yeah, very his, much uh, so. Yeah, oh, attractions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, but yeah, so that's who she is. That's where her, I guess, one of her most popular things was uh, at the time. And I checked out her podcast like one, just one show. Yeah, uh, maybe about fifteen minutes of it. 
And I seen uh, she was, I guess she has a piece or a part in Matt Walsh's documentary. The Oh, uh, what is a woman? What is whatever? a woman? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I seen her take a picture and somebody, they were talking about it. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I guess she's. One of the more reasonable. Reasonable. Right. Maybe yeah, yeah. liberal still. But. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But still a little more reasonable when it comes to things like this. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, she told the truth about Asian and white men. Yeah, uh, getting right. discriminated Being, against yeah, right. potentially it, with this positionality mess. And that's the thing is the the once again the hey let's get rid of the whites and let's yep. get the people rid of the people with merit, period. You know that. And I said that with the the Caltech situation when they were oh, getting yeah. rid of the calculus classes, right? And you could take them however you want to. It's the same thing. You know, you're getting rid of certain things certain individuals don't fall into. Yeah. Or you're making a position of we're only going to go this route. And this is what you get, a meritless uh, science. Yeah. That's what it's based off of is the merit, you know, for anything, any situation. True. Instead of just grabbing anyone off the street and and now putting putting their spin on it. Because that's, to me, you know, that's another thing. They're putting a spin on it. Yeah. We know you're from from such and such place, but now it's, uh, you're from South Central. Now we're going to put the spin that... uh, your 85 Cadillac that I have is when, you know, with is, is, um, is disturbing the climate somehow, you know, <laughs> things yeah. like, you know, they just, you know, any, any little thing like that's just a, uh, anomaly, but, uh, but that's where, where it goes to, um, that for sure. Now it's inclusivity with the, your, or in sexual orientation or disorientation, as you said, that, yeah. um, you know, they have to put that in. It has to be in there somehow. And it's forced also. I only, I like it because I like seeing who's really behind this because it kind of tells you now. about where right. this yeah. study is coming from, right. yeah. what the motivations might be, <laughs> whether this person is really a cl- such this clear objective thinker, yeah. because if you're in that world, your thinking is more slanted. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're more likely to be brainwashed in different ways, and your whole your whole premise is going to be off. Yeah. Your whole uh, hypothesis or whatever. Yeah, it's going to be some some way the way you want it to be. Yeah, um, they'll ask a question that, of course, it's going to be this, but that doesn't lead you to <laughs> the right conclusion. Right, right, right. Um, <laughs> They're not getting to the root. Right. Um, and that's the same with like these, these weaponized judges and oh, yeah. AGs and things like that. You know it, and you know you look into it. I look into it and, and to try to find what's this person's angle. Yeah, you know at life and what. So I guess it's the same exact situation. I try yeah. to go early life check on some of right, these judges. Exactly, yeah, not yeah. a Christian. <laughs> and you know, of course, Kevin Howe points out Joe Biden is a quote unquote Christian, and all these people are like all the rhinos, bunch mm-hmm. of. Christians yeah. by and large. Right. But it also tells you just something about them, you know. Sure <laughs> I does. like to know yeah. what their life was uh-huh. like cuz they're just dumb, silly human beings, idiots like mm-hmm. all of us. Yeah. The FBI are not some of them are quite bright and uh-huh. clever. Right. But it doesn't make them uh gods. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> they yeah, that that's what it's come to. It's you know, no merit whatsoever. I wrote down these experts. The experts are like they're just eggheads. Yeah, you know, they, they don't really have any anything 
worth anything. It's, it's all a slanted view. You had an example of a, uh, a woman who pushes this yeah. uh, positionality statement. Yeah, she, is this a woman, right? Is it a real a woman? woman? <laughs> okay. I'm so traumatized. As far as I can go back, it's a real woman. Okay. <laughs> Julie Martin. I have a picture of this gal in uh, the, that death of merit folder, Hassan. And I got her information from the science.com uh, piece that Deborah So wrote on. So okay. She's in there. She's, I guess, a, a top engineering uh, woman. Well, whatever she was with, I had a note about it. Um, this is not a T person. This is not a trans person <laughs> chat. We're pretty sure. It's so, it's so messed up that it's, it's poisoned our minds that this, you know, mildly attractive gal... Uh, with nice hairdo, dressed like a lady, yeah. pearl necklace, uh, and, uh, you know, dress, slightly corpulent, wearing, you know, dressed up like a lady. And I look at it and I'm like, is this a transgender? It's so messed up. <laughs> but anyway, who is this gal? <laughs> uh, uh, it's Julie Martin. She's the editor-in-chief of the Journal of Women and minorities in science and engineering. And she's required positionality statements since uh, it has July 2020. And uh, she's, uh, I think, from originally University of Georgia, one of those higher, um, of course, uh, professors. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so this is something I've never heard of, but it's been around for quite a while so positionality statement since july 2020 that was the summer of love the the summer of love the summer of black (laughs) burn loot murder black lives matter antifa black Mm. lives matter insurrection on the country in the name of georgia florida (laughs) (laughs) this gal was a a scientist university gal dumb liberal julie martin Show her picture one more time. This Julie Martin gal, editor-in-chief of the mm-hmm. Journal of Women and Minorities in Science and Engineering. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They've required positionality statements, which is uh, SJW identity, misidentity statements, false identity, shallow identity. Since July of 2020, so for over three years, we're in November 2023, this one oh, yeah. fell for it. She looks like she would have fallen for it. Definitely. Mildly attractive, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a normal... Is that her natural hair color? But, shout out to the brunettes <laughs> who bleach their hair, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, it is. It is. It really is. And, um, and again, like you say, more than likely she's a liberal. Yeah. It's kiss up culture right there. Yeah. And she, there was something else that um, I caught her on, but I, I can't open the article that I see now that, that I got the information from. But um, she just, she's been around forever. Okay. Uh, I just can't pinpoint any background on her. Okay. So I, I really don't know uh, much about her other than, you know, the inclusivity the diversity that's what she's pushing and yeah i mean if you're if you're 
editor in chief of the Journal of Women and yeah. Minorities in Science and Engineering, then you have an agenda other than no doubt real stuff. No doubt about it. Spoiler alert: shares a uh, shares a um, quote. Uh, positionality statements are just the tip of the iceberg moving towards a reflexive process by Julie Martin. So she's saying that's what she posted in, uh, okay, in 2022. That was her uh, article, I guess? Yes. Interesting. In volume 28 at that. So it she puts out things maybe monthly, it seems like. Okay. Journal of Women and Minorities in Science and Engineering. And, and <laughs> there's a, numerous amounts of articles in here. I just stopped. Diverse, high-achieving young women and the pursuit of engineering, access, accumulation, and activation of capital. It, those are just, oh yeah, you know, just over and over. All all these articles that are in this journal are they sound exactly the same. Examining collegiate black males, STEM trajectories, the crucial role of their black fathers, which true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's some true, factual, in, useful information. Right. Yeah. Being put out even in this darkness. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Exploring queerness and community among LGBTQ citizen science volunteers. Everything has to do every oh, single thing: gosh. race or yeah. sex or uh, any. Any identity, something that has to do with some yeah. type of identity, identity politics, all the way. SJW life, uh, SJW science, rather, and it doesn't, it doesn't produce anything. True, that, you know. Yeah, um, just like you said, it lets you know where that where that research is going and how skewed it is, and the motivation. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, man. Yeah. Uh, before we move on to Hillary, I want to get, and Owen Schroyer and these other things going on, mm-hmm. um, I want to get to a call or two here. Uh, CJ in Texas is on the line here. CJ, thanks for calling. You're live with Big Bump and Hake. Appreciate you hanging on there. Hey, what's up, Hake? Hey. What's up, Big Bump? How are you doing? I'm doing well. Nice. Great show, guys. Appreciate cool. it. Um, I mean, you know, I want to jump in on the integrity of this of science talk, right? Yeah, you're a scientist yourself of sorts. No, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> engineer. <laughs> yes. Okay. Somebody that respects science. I do not do. You are you on speakerphone or Bluetooth? Come to regular phone if you can. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, Karen Williams, do you want her, Hake? No. <laughs> okay, that, I, that's, I think that's sounding better, CJ. Appreciate that. Hey, Go ahead. Um, yeah, so, um, so, so, so it's a big thing with me. First of all, peer-reviewed science is... You asked me the other day if I was a gatekeeper. Gatekeeper? Right? Somebody asked that in the chat. Yes. Yes, that is peer-reviewed science. That is gatekeeping mm. right there. Indeed. Um, it is the small select group of people that get to decide what gets published or not. And there was that individual that wrote, like, I think it was like 13 completely BS 
articles and got them all peer reviewed published. Wow. Like 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 queer dog gender and parts <laughs> and stuff and rape culture. Like he just started making up articles <laughs> based upon gender theory, right? And he got like thirteen of them published in peer reviewed journals. And he's like, he's like, all these articles are just crap. I just made them up, but yeah. they were politically charged at right. the right time that they got published. Wow! Right? Yeah. Then again, the American Heart Association in this last year just published, uh, contrary to forty years of what we've been telling you, upon the review of five meta studies. There is zero evidence le- linking eating saturated fat to atherosclerosis, coronary heart disease, or any heart disease at all. So saturated fat is not the the poison heart disease causing right. thing that we that we were told that it was necessarily. I didn't say that. It, I didn't say that. Okay, but it's <laughs> not. It's there not what we were told. Admittedly, zero evidence. Okay. For it being so. Right. Right? So then I go and I talk to my doctor, and my doctor's like, yeah, but you still probably don't want to eat fat. I'm like, why? <laughs> and he's like, I, I was like, do you understand what zero evidence means? Zero. It's not a little bit. Right. Zero. Zero. You're just brainwashed from what you've been told in science, right? But how could the American Heart Association have got it so wrong? That's right? like, like, yeah, because these people call themselves scientists, right? They do uh, correlation studies, right? Yeah, they they ask people what they've ate, and I'm I'm not joking. Hey, it's like this: what hey, they've eaten. Yes. Uh, how mu- how much ground beef did you eat in the last three years? <laughs> how am I supposed to know? <laughs> uh, uh, tw- two, three times a week. Oh no, once a week, like a burger or two. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, so you ate a lot of meat. So you, this probably caused your heart disease. Uh, we didn't ask you how much bread did you eat, right. how many French fries did you eat, how many fried potatoes did you eat. The, the, those things just weren't even in the question. And then my water, my like, activity hey, level. Hey, what did you What did you eat for lunch four days ago? I don't remember. Probably. Let's see. But how much? But how much beef did you eat for the last three years? <laughs> <laughs> right. Fair. Right. So so right. so so to make a cause and effect statement in science, you need to perform a controlled, randomized study on things. To otherwise, if you're not doing a controlled, randomized study, you are not proving a cause and effect situation, you are just making a correlative situation, an association statement, right? Like, mm, we sell more ice creams cones when people get sunburns, so selling ice, so the sales of ice cream cones must be causing the sunburns. It's like, no, man, it's just a hot day causing both of it. That's the cause and effect, right? But the correlation between the two you know, doesn't mean causation. Right. Right? Like, everybody knows that correlation doesn't mean causation. Yeah. So, 
what they do is they is it's pretty much impossible and non-ethical to perform long-term nutritional studies on human beings because you would have to lock identical pairs of twins in separate laboratories for their entire lifetime and perform experiments on them, which no one's had the balls to do since the Nazis. Guts. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sorry, kids. So it's not even, like, legal to perform cause and effect situations. Like, the whole reason why they even started saying that cigarettes caused cancer was the correlation between smoking cigarettes and getting lung cancer. I don't want to be wrong, right? I don't want to give out misinformation, but it's either 1,100% or a. 11,000%. So a lot higher. Correlation. Yeah. A lot, right? lot like higher. When they're doing these nutritional studies on, oh, uh, low-density lipid proteins and stuff and blah, 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 all right? They're like, it, it's like a 10%. 10% as opposed to like a hundred, like a hundred, 1,100 or 11,000%. So it's just okay, now nominal. I'm gonna, now I'm going to now I'm going to tell you about the real fraud that they use in science. Okay. okay. Relative risk and absolute risk. Do you know what those differences are? Uh, if I say that if you eat this thing, your risk of getting cancer will increase by five percent. Right. It's pretty scary, right? Yes, five percent. Increase in cancer risk. Okay. All now, right. let's say we both had a 1% risk of getting cancer. Okay. And your relative risk increases by 5%. Does that mean 1.05? Yes, it does. Oh! <laughs> wow. But, but, but in the articles, if you read the vegan news or whatever, and the, the, the I mean, granted, uh, I, I am a carnivore. Right. So, you, you know, like they will never tell you if it's absolute or relative risk inside right. of the article. They'll just say it increases your risk. Well, relative risk is almost like nothing. Right. Yeah. That's interesting, now, I man. To, now, I also wanted to touch on this whole disclosing where you come from and stuff. Yes, please. Not that controversial. Right. Like. So another huge fraud in the science industry is that studies only happen if they get funded. Right. Right? So who is going to fund a study that says, if you just stop mm-hmm. eating plants and eat only meat, you won't need any medicines for the rest of your life? Vegetarian. He's going to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Not well, mon- not, any pharma, not, not any pharmaceutical agency or anything, right? So not Monsanto. You have to understand that <laughs> studies get paid by the interest, right? True. And so, like, let's say, let's say Kellogg yeah. and, and CNH Sugar fund a thousand studies to try to show that sugar is safe and eating fat is evil, right? Yeah. And they get one study that shows it. Here's what they do. They don't publish 999 studies and the scientists are all under non-disclosure agreements to not talk about it, and they don't publish those at all, and then they take their one study out of a 1,000 and say, look, look, here, we have this study, right? It's called a, 
it's like it's very well known in the industry that people shelve studies that don't give them the results that they want. And only the person paying for the study will keep performing study after study, and then they will only publish the studies that are favorable to their product being sold. And it is absolute abuse, right? Yeah. But then inside of that study, you're supposed to disclose your uh, your conflicts of interest, right? Like, hey, nice. we performed the study, but these are all the hundreds and hundreds of companies and agencies that we take money from. Wow. Right? Well, why wouldn't you also have to say, like, by the yeah, way, I'm a I'm transgender also a member of the LGBT right. community. Right. I'm also black. I grew up in this community, and I belong to this organization. And this, I mean, that's me, why I like it. Right. To me, it's just a furtherance. Yes, me too. Of uh, of disclosing conflicts of interest. Yeah. Right. It, that's called. It, that's called transparency. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody knows where where all of the motivations. Coming from. Anyway, I don't want to take up all your time, man. Nice. I also point. don't want to yeah. click on you. Okay. Thank you, CJ <laughs> in Texas. Appreciate that, man. Take care. Go click. All right. <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah. You know, uh, CJ gave me a super chat, and I feel like I ought to read that now. It's Ego is real, bought a coffee. I'm assuming this is CJ. The past few days' calls demonstrate that belief and deeply held convictions are powerful. Past few days, I've been covering Flat Earth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the N-word a little bit, too. People are not consistently logical or rational, and they are a mix of skeptic and champion. Some get riled up because thousands of years of precise measurements, mathematics, and scientific rigor don't easily fit into a short conversation. Still others have a point that we shouldn't blindly accept consensus. Pontius Pilate asked, what is truth? He asked that of Jesus. Politicizing of weather and health hasn't helped. Who knew that scientists would say whatever their grant money wants them to say, which he touched on in the call. However, without some trust that scientific methods work toward accurately describing creation, creation, created by God, uh, everyone would have to reinvent everything for themselves, which is impractical. Things we directly observe can lead to the wrong conclusions. What color was the dress eight years ago? Do you have some ideas why people believe what they believe? He asks. That's that's an interesting question. Yeah, the the dress eight years ago may have changed color. (laughs) Uh, People misremember. Uh, Why do people believe what they believe? Do I have some ideas? I definitely have some ideas. Like... Well, I know from myself and observing people calling into my show mm-hmm. that people believe stuff partly because they get an idea in their head and it seems to, is it jive or jibe with reality? I say jive. <laughs> jive with reality. It seems to mesh with reality, work with reality, uh-huh. what they're observing. Like, oh, Big Bump's got a, got a, a heathered gray athletic sweatshirt on today. He must like white. But, I mean, I'm observing something, and therefore he must be this. It's kind of like I asked a question that may have been somewhat challenging Mm -hmm. to a flat earther this week. And he's like, do you work for the government? You sound like you work for the government. 
It tells me that people suspect things that aren't true uh-huh. from their imagination. Right. And it works. Maybe a government person would say this. Right. And it sounds so, uh, you know, d- with dating, people will, you know, a girl will tell you, oh, it's all coming together. Like she'll, she'll build up this whole belief right, system yeah. right. of what the reality is of your life. Mm-hmm. Because Satan is feeding her all right. this information slash, slash rationalizing right. to rationalize what she believes to be true. Some facts. And it has very loose basis in reality. And it's absolutely not the truth. So I think that that happens with people a lot. Like people will speculate, oh, such and such got the call. <laughs> and it's fun to joke about that. Oh, fed. Right. It's fun to joke about that, but... Don't believe something that you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that, there you go. Everybody, everyone is is perceiving what they, again, what they have on the inside of them. You know, they're just, True. They're just saying what, what they believe. That's it. It's, it's not yeah. anything true on the outside. It's just whatever idea it is, whatever thought it is, whatever inclination you have, that's not what's going on. That's just, uh, you know, something... You're being fed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not ever what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's why this, I believe there's truth to this uh, climate change stuff. And I believe that there's truth to like this evolution stuff maybe. But it's not as the masses think. It's not even as the scientists Mm -hmm. think. Unless the scientist is saying, here's what I know. The rest, the whole lot that I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. No if they're living that. in reality like that, <laughs> leaving an I don't know, right. a big I don't know. Yeah. And people will say, well, James, you're being naive. Like, I don't know if Trump slept with Stormy Daniels, that dirty video woman. Right. But Cl- Stephanie Clifford's. <laughs> I don't know. And I just say, I don't know. And yeah. people are think, oh, you're being naive. Of course right. he did. But you don't know. You don't know <laughs> at all. You don't know. And you shouldn't. Why should you even care? Yeah, that's not yeah, that that's just something that, <laughs> to take you somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It's I, I like his his username in this coffee. Ego is real. Ego is real. Because that's the I uh-huh. that's uh, prideful, mm-hmm. jumping to conclusions, wanting to think that you know something that others don't know yeah. or won't acknowledge. Right. Yeah, judging the other person, not looking at yourself. Mm-hmm. I think there's a whole lot of that that goes on. And yeah. we're all Christians. We should be united as much as possible. I did. And there was something I said one day to you, I sent to you. Yeah. I just put, uh, oh, the, I just put, when I said, the ball or flat earth keeps me honest and lets me know that it's okay not to know. I don't have a clue. Right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, it's interesting, but yeah. I, I don't even really care about it. True. There me probably either. was a time I did or would have cared about it, but... I, I can care less. I don't know. Right. And I'm cool with that. It, yeah. It's fine. It's, it's like Gregatron. Gregatron talking about it. yeah. the flat earthers and the black Hebrew Israelites. There you the go. The same spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just the flat earthers who have that spirit. The baltards. Yeah. Like I noticed the pull to get sucked into an argument with them about <laughs> something that doesn't matter anyway. Right. And the one of the callers recited some Bible verses about hidden things. God yeah. hid the truth. Right. What? But how do you know that he was talking about the flat earth versus the ball (laughs) earth? What about like the hidden reality of come back to the present? 
um, we're supposed to just be united. Right. <laughs> Knowledge is always going to be imperfect, but love is perfect. So we should be, we have imperfect, we're imperfect in knowledge until we're, until I don't know when. Right. But we can be perfect in love. Yeah. And that, That's what it calls for. It covers sins. Mm-hmm. And so, but I have a bit shoot person commented on my show uh, saying, James, I used to really support you and love your show. Oh. I donated to you. No more, because <laughs> you're sounding like a shill. You don't believe in the flat earth stuff. You sound like you know something, but you're covering it up. <laughs> that they're in their imagination. Yeah. And these are it. fellow Christians. Right. Most of the time. Yeah. Much yeah. of the time. <laughs> All in their head. Yeah. Every time. Just something to fight about. Right. Yeah. Just something to fight <laughs> something about. Something that you can feel special, like you know, yeah. like you're being awake. Yeah. But it's not. It's You're falling into darkness. Yeah. That's that's too much stress and worry anyway. Yeah. Something like that. Let alone just living. Yeah. Yeah. Just being still and living. Um, I was going to say, you said about, oh, that's just a something different that was a tangent about uh the black israelites okay i seen them go for it i just seen them fighting the the pro-palestinian yeah uh one day i was like why can't they just unite and 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 hate the jews together (laughs) (laughs) i guess hatred is not a unifier no (laughs) i mean you can unite for for some practical (laughs) evil that you can do (laughs) because the democrats are pretty good at uniting to push evil yeah that's their game plan yeah that's just the way they work but they don't truly like have love none it's not true unity uh before we get to this hillary stuff um more super chats i'm sure and calls you guys are free to call in let's get to some music let's take a music break uh this is from big bump b-i-g-g b-u-m-p he's big underscore bump b-i-g-g underscore bump on twitter x and on Instagram as well, big underscore bump. And big bump, all one word, on YouTube. This track is F-E-A-R, fear. Face everything and rise. Nice. So enjoy your musical, Philistines. No, f- either no Fog Friday or no Frog Eyes Friday or no Fog Friday nor Frog Eyes Friday. We're having big bump. It's, it's a Veterans Day observed. Enjoy Fear, Face Everything and Rise by Big Bump, and we'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight. Nice. How easy it is for the few to control the many. Because the many, you know, we laugh at sheep because sheep just follow the one in front. Ah, oh, stupid sheep. We humans have out the sheep because at least the sheep need a sheepdog to keep uh, them in line. You see the writing on the walls trying to focus Just cause the eyes are against you, you're not hopeless Over time, wounds heals the prognosis Open your mind up, that's the diagnosis Separate the truth from the bogus All the destruction in the world is atrocious They wag the dog hoping we don't notice Divide and conquer hopes to control us We're all under attack Whether you're white or black, yellow or brown It's time to stand your ground Pound for pound, the system can't hold us down You see these two middle fingers, how I'm feeling now, can you blame me? Locked up like a cage beast, domesticated, tame me. You want a slave that ain't me? Break the shackles, just want to be free. You want a slave, but that ain't me? What if we all rise up? If we all stand up? If we say we've had enough? Enough. It's time we all call blood. You won't percent there's more of us. Revolution on the cuss. 
What if we all rise up? Rise up. What if we all stand up? Stand up. What if we say we've had enough? Enough. This revolution on the cusp. There's a warmth for your mind, and the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time. Tyranny and black faces sublime, and every time you open up your mouth, it's a lie. A marionette for the global bankers, and even Jesus Christ with the money changes. So they ask me, what's with all the anger? And I reply, can't you see they want to enslave us? Time to fight the powers that be, and time to rise up, unite, and take to the streets. Put in fluoride in the water to make a sheep, and GMOs in our food to make us obsolete. One nation under constant medication, constant surveillance, constant vaccination, predatory mind scientific equations, put a stop to this global domination. But if we all rise up, if we all stand up, if we say we've had enough, enough, it's time we all call blood. You percent there's more of us, revolution on the cusp. What if we all rise up, rise up? What if we all stand up, stand up? What if we say we've had enough, enough? This revolution on the cusp. And those that cry to peace and peace are hanged by those they try to please. Bow to your master and fall to your knees. I'll fight to the death, make the streets bleed. Domesticate me like a caged beast. You want a slave, but that ain't me. No ball and chains, I just want to be free. You want a slave, but that ain't me. Humans keep each other in line. And they do it by ridiculing or condemning anyone who commits the crime, because that's what it's become, of being different. Fear, Face Everything, and Rise by Big Bump. Rap and God just don't fit for me. So used to gangster rap, says 7154. <laughs> Recorded on iPhone in a closet, says Chris. Is that a fact? Not that one. No, okay. That was in the studio. That, the iPhone <laughs> one was the uh, Uniting the Races with Truth Find a Way song. Uh, I Know We Can Find a Way. What's the name of that track? Stand Up stand Remix. Stand Up. Yeah, yeah the Stand Up <laughs> Remix. <laughs> yeah, it is Big Bump. B-I-G-G-B-U-M-P. You can find that track on his YouTube channel, as well as uh, his... He's also on SoundCloud. SoundCloud rapper. Nice. <laughs> uh, let's get to Hillary uh, before we get to any more of the Super Chats, because uh, we got to plow through this stuff. Big Bump gave a lot to uh, cover. <laughs> what's, what's Hillary saying? I have a clip, actually, of this. Hopefully I don't get censored for it. Again, being Copyright. miserable as ever. She's a miserable lady, <laughs> a miserable female. And every time, every time she speaks, every time I see her speak, every time I see her post on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, it's miserable. Something she'll retweet her uh, baby picture or a younger picture when she uh, as for birthday as being oh the first. I was supposed to be the first woman, you know, whatever, this thing, president or whatnot. But in it, Hillary says uh, that President Trump 2024 would be an end to our country as we know it. And and can you just play it? I, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> I have the the uh, the view tweeted this, and I have. Let me just go ahead and play the video. It's a uh, clip 52, I believe. Uh, Two minutes and fourteen seconds. Listen to Hillary on the ca- with the cackling hens on the View. 
The View tweeted this out on X. That's Here right, it is. View, right. What, in your view, would happen if he were to be reelected? Oh, I can't even. I can't even think that because I think it would be the end of our country as we know it. And I don't say that lightly. You know, I hated losing. And I especially hated losing to him because I had seen so many warning signals during yes. the campaign. But I immediately said, look, we have to give him a chance. We've got to support, you know, the president we have. And I meant it. And I tried really hard. And then literally from his inauguration on, it was nothing but, you know, accusing people of things, making up facts, de denying the size of the crowd at his own inauguration. And everything that I worried about, I saw unfolding. And so... I, I think that he'd be even worse now yeah. because he was somewhat restrained, believe it or not, wow. in, in the first term <laughs> by people who he hired uh -huh. because he thought they would go along with him and they stood up to him. Mm -hmm. And so now he is going to, if he were ever near the Oval Office again, find people who have no principles, no conscience, who are totally tied, mm. you know, to his fortunes, literally, mm -hmm. and therefore would do whatever he said. And so the, the wreckage is almost unimaginable. You know, when I was Secretary of State, I used to talk about one and done. And what I meant by that is that people would get legitimately elected, mm -hmm. And then they would try to do away with elections and do away with opposition and do away with a free press. And you could see it in countries where, well, Hitler was duly elected. That's right. Right. And so all of a sudden, somebody with those tendencies, though, dictatorial, authoritarian tendencies would be like, oh, OK, we're going to shut this down. We're going to throw these people in jail. And, and they didn't usually telegraph that. Trump is telling us yes. what he intends yes. to right. do. We need to listen yes. to Take that. him at his word. Yes. The man <laughs> means to throw people in jail who disagree with him, yeah. shut down legitimate press right. outlets, do yeah. what he can to literally undermine the rule of law and our country's values. He will use the military to stop protesters. <laughs> yes, you're supposed to use the military to stop rioters. That's interesting. Yeah. Do away with opposition, the free press. Throw people in jail who disagree. Shut down the free press. Social media is the free press. Uh, talk about being what you are accusing others of, of wanting to yeah. do. That's Hillary. That's the liberals. That's the government. Yeah. That is these cackling hens on The View. They have the dictatorial mm -hmm. mama spirit shut you down. Evil. <laughs> Everything they say that someone else is doing, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Exactly. She was trained by a communist, right? Wasn't she trained by a communist? I saw in the, speaking of Dinesh D'Souza, <laughs> my favorite I, American historian. <laughs> I, I don't know specifically. I'm, I'm pretty sure, but I, I don't know. I, I can't recall. And maybe if you say a name, I'll, I'll be like, oh, yeah, maybe. That's yeah. Is, yeah. Let's see. Because I don't know if I've seen Rules it. for Radicals guy. Saul oh, Alinsky. Saul Alinsky. Okay, yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, she was to... trained by Saul Alinsky. Yeah. Who uh, was also right. like an Obama mm -hmm. type of uh, person, Oh, yeah. I think. Yes, he was. That's wild. Yeah, they're all that, all uh, Weather Underground, Bill Ayers, all those. Same bubble. Same right. bubble. All the same commies. They run, run like birds of a feather. Yeah. Together for sure. And then they dress up in suits. She has a mouse suit on. 
What does, oh, that, she has a wet suit on? Mal, Chairman Mal. Oh, suit yeah, on. true. That's her favorite. She's all like bundled up, kind of like a. You know who else started to dress like that towards the later years? X Files gal Scully. She started she? to dress more like covering up. Too <laughs> I never much. watched it, so I don't know. Okay. Oh, yeah, because it was a white show. <laughs> Back then. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Well, I mean, just, <laughs> you probably weren't just not interested in right. No, yeah. sci-fi. That was like mess. The ninety-six, ninety-five, ninety-six. Yeah. In that time frame, I wouldn't watch anything like that. <laughs> Maybe The Simpsons, and that was it. Anything. Right. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's funny. I but she know. had that same to- sort of did she stocky, pudgy, uh, bundled up look, <laughs> and kind of getting older. Okay. And kind of put together still barely. <laughs> Because Hillary in her younger years was, you know, mildly attractive. It's way more decent looking than that. Yeah. And now she's just looking haggard. Yeah. And and acting haggard and mm-hmm. just bad attitude. Mm-hmm. Like you said, sore loser. Yeah. Man, she must be miserable. Uh, I mean, look at how Bill Clinton used to be kind of fat and pudgy. Mm-hmm. And now he's just a skeletal. Right. Sucked dry yeah. old man. Yeah. Looking was, like death. Death sucked. I mean, life sucked right out of him. Yeah. She used to be the thin one. Now she's the fat one. Uh huh. <laughs> but, whew. yeah. She's, uh, oh, I had, uh, realized, like, she's living in the past. Yeah. She can't get over, she can't get over that, uh, losing, which she shouldn't have been in, in that political position anyway yeah um she wouldn't have to worry your head her little head about it right right (laughs) i'm looking at i'm reviewing what she said with with captions on the twitter thing Mm -hmm. it would be the end of our country as we know it right (laughs) yeah our country's already ended as we the boomers i identify with the boomers (laughs) know it you know what i mean like you just yeah. covered how we don't have it's not merit based yeah. anymore. Yeah. Uh it's it, Oh, she ta- she brought up accusing people of things, making up facts. Mm-hmm. She made up the uh Russian collusion thing right. out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. she didn't. Well, she helped with the help of her uh, the steel. The yeah, the steel and the, she brought up how 17 intelligence agencies oh, the, okay right right okay. said that he had russians helping his campaign yeah. and probably they're on some level they were right mm-hmm. that's that's, oh, that's lying with facts right. it's using facts i almost wore my facts are not truth right i thought i thought that that's what this was for a second <laughs> when i pulled it out of my drawer this morning <laughs> uh sh- these people are the ones who make up facts mm-hmm. like oh um Voter ID is racist. That's right. said as a fact, or that's in their imagination. Yeah, it's it's ra- and yeah. and yes, it would suppress the black vote disproportionately if it's going to suppress any vote. <laughs> it would suppress the black vote disproportionately because I guess they, they for some reason don't have, don't have IDs ID. as much, <laughs> and so therefore it's racist because of uh, because of the results make it racist. Right. Not the motive, the results. <laughs> The motive is uh, integrity of the elections for voter ID, mm-hmm. right? Obviously. Right, right, right. And, of course, we want to suppress the idiots from voting, right? <laughs> we don't want useful idiots who are brainwashed to believe yeah. insane things to be the ones voting and making decisions about the direction of the country. Right. Uh, what did she, did she say? Oh, she brought up 
lying about the crowd size. Like that oh, matters. Right. <laughs> you bring up a lie that matters. <laughs> She's determined to find something and to keep, well, to keep pushing the narrative on yeah. and on and on and on. To, it, who cares? Talk about eggheads who, that bring up right. stuff that doesn't matter. That's kind of like uh, when he said two Corinthians. The oh, egghead said, fake right. Christian said, oh, well, I know he's not a real Christian because a real Christian would say second Corinthians. Right. Yeah. A whole lot of normal, simple Christians yeah. say two Corinthians. Yeah. It's, right. it's not something to look down on him for because his, uh, his point was unity. Mm-hmm. Where there is liberty, there is unity. Mm-hmm. He said, Liberty University, and we should be united. Right. He made a great deep point about Christians should be united. Y- unite. But they missed it because they were hung up on two Corinthians. Talk yeah, about who's right. shallow yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's but interesting. That's what man. they, you know, penny pinch and, and oh, I'm going to take this and, and run with it. Yeah. You know, d- just, you know, distract from the point he's making. Right. They don't know what point he's making, but they just, they're stuck on one little uh, aspect of something he, yeah. that was said. It's kind of like um, earlier on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, Jesse made the point that uh, they make the illegal women or immigrant women who are here legally oh, okay. drop anchor babies mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. in America and they're supposedly citizens so that they can come and be, so that they can, too can become citizens or mm-hmm. stay here. Or have an excuse to get back here, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that is the 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 broader truth is that that's the motivation, right? Self interest, ego, mm-hmm. and better life for my mm-hmm. kids, f- fakeness. But the nitpickers will say, "Well, actually, Jesse, <laughs> they're not well, citizens, right? And it's tough to become a citizen. Like you have to jump all through this rigmarole." But the reality is. They're getting in special treatment. Right. Their children do get the, uh, get the citizenship. And the illegal children get uh, all kinds of special treatment, yeah. too. So oh, effectively, yeah. Jesse's right, even right. though he's yeah. factually wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Big picture, forest, yeah. he's right. Right. Trees, he's wrong. Yeah. But they can't see the forest for the trees. Right, right. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's always the case, too. It seems like that's literally the case for every situation. And the actually crowd. Right. It, they'll nitpick Actual. on everything. <laughs> <laughs> the Reddit bros. <laughs> but like I say, the big picture is um, is something that people overlook. And that's the simplicity is the big yeah. picture. Yeah. In a sense. Uh, that's just, you know, the the sky view, the the 35,000 foot view is right. the simple. Yeah. The simple uh, And that's answer. what Trump brought. He brought the simple truth. Yeah. And yeah. they could... And he would say it, unfactual things, or you could you could say, you could call it a lie, or you could call it um, inaccurate or mm-hmm. imprecise, but it was true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> crazy. Um, before we get, oh man, okay, <laughs> I don't want to get. I want to get to Owen Troyer and these and this uh, these other stories, mm-hmm. two stories, but I got to get to Ronnie in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. He wants to comment on this two Corinthians thing. Ronnie, thanks for calling. Uh, you're live with Big Bump, Two G's, and Hake. Big Bump, Hake, how y'all doing on this Friday? Doing, doing well. well, well, well. Yes, sir. Uh, so I heard you talking uh, earlier, and you were saying like even if 
Trump has sex with Stormy Daniels, you shouldn't really care about that because it has nothing to do with presidency, I guess. Uh, but if he's going to claim that the Bible is his favorite book, he's got to know that it's not pronounced 2 Corinthians. <laughs> wait, why? What do you mean, why? That's like mispronouncing Genesis or... <laughs> not or it's not calling it psalms but calling it puss psalms or something but there are many if, if the bible is your favorite book you gotta know that there's a difference between it's not two corinthians it's the same thing in the old testament you got first and second kings right. chronicles like all of those if he had ever read any part of the bible and it was truly his favorite book he wouldn't mispronounce that so you, but you gotta at least but wait, the Bible, if he only read it and didn't listen to some preacher or, uh, or you know, or academic or fellow Christians say, call it, it's 2 Corinthians, not 2 Corinthians. Uh, if he read it by himself, which I don't believe that he did, I don't know, I don't care. But let's say there are many people who read things and they mispronounce it all the time. But they read it and they know the subject matter. But they mispronounce this word because they've only ever read it. So, isn't that a good point that he could have read it, and uh, it still could be his favorite book? But he could still be unschooled on whether it's actually two Corinthians, Second Corinthians. I'm gonna I'm give you an A for effort and you, trying to defend the, the, the indefensible. Thank There's you. There's no way we're giving him credit for that. <laughs> and, and, and but hold on. That, if he if if he go ahead. Um. One, he, he reads the New York Times. He doesn't read books. I, I, I bet. I bet you. Then he shouldn't claim the Bible is his favorite book. But if he, reads bo- if he doesn't read books, couldn't the Bible be his favorite book? He just doesn't read them. Books. No, because he reads Mein Kampf, and he's known to have a copy of it regularly, and he reads his books. So if he's going to claim that the Bible is his favorite, either he's lying about it or he's telling the truth, and he just... Has never stepped foot in church ever can, in his life. Can you? Can He's you never have been a, to a wedding where somebody has read from First Corinthians, <laughs> which is probably one of the, the biggest. <laughs> it, it might be the main one that gets quoted at weddings. He's been to his fair share of weddings. First Corinthians thirteen. Uh, I'm sure he's heard First Corinthians. He didn't hear him say one Corinthians because if he heard him say one Corinthians, he would have been asking questions. Who says one Corinthians in this plural? Okay. So uh, should, and if he was if he was six years old, I would get it. But dude is in his seventies. <laughs> Come on now. Oh, okay. A big bump reacted when you said about mind confident and uh, he's read his own books and stuff. Go ahead, big bump. Respond. Uh, what? Why does it matter if he has mind comp? It doesn't. I think that I only brought that up because James was talking about him reading the New York Times and not reading books. And then if the Bible is the only book he's read, then maybe it's his favorite. So I gave can you, him an example. Can you call a book your a favorite? Book that if, I know that Trump has read because he spoke on them. Can you call a book your favorite and still uh, and still not read it much compared with other books? So now he's just, so now he's Jay Gatsby. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. That he's never is it read possible? Before. Is it possible to have a favorite book that you? have maybe read once or maybe read portions of it? Is it possible to have a book that you haven't read? Like one, of my, like one of my favorite bands is uh, 90 Pound Wuss, but I haven't listened to them in like a year. So, songs are different than books. Right. Uh, if he had read excerpts, if it was poetry, you don't, I don't think you need to read a poet's books from front to back if you if you like a few of their poems you could call them your favorite poet right. we're not talking about that we're talking about books 
<laughs> let's let's get back to Big Bump. Was his favorite. I interrupted the, your discussion with Big Bump. Let's go. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate no Trump for having a copy of Mein Kampf. It's a, it's a popular book, oh, okay. it's a groundbreaking book. I'm oh. not hating on having it. Okay. All right, so let me ask you, where does I'm not, I don't know, where in the Bible does it says specifically Second Corinthians or First Corinthians? It says it when you read through the Old Testament before you get to the New Testament in Corinthians. Does it use it the term see, actual you, second? Say that again? Does it use the actual term second? So this is an argument that people have where they say that Jesus isn't the correct pronunciation of his name. No, 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 that's not the same. No, no, but that's not the same, what I'm asking. Let me finish real quick. But that's not the same. It's very hard to have a conversation when people are being interrupted. I know, but I'm asking you. I'm just asking you a question. The Bible doesn't specifically say that it says second. What's your point? That's the point. So why would someone specifically know that it says that it is second Corinthians? Common sense, common knowledge, if he had been to any wedding in his life, or if he had ever stepped foot in any church. But you don't have to set foot in a church for the Bible to be your favorite book. Not at all. I'm not connecting those dots. I'm talking about him knowing that it's 2 Corinthians or 1 Corinthians. Only by hearing somebody else say it, would he know? Or 2 John and not 2 John and 3 John but why and 1 Kings. Why does it matter, though? But it reads 2 Corinthians and because, 1 Corinthians. Because... It, it goes to his credibility. If he's going to uh, pay a porn star to have sex with her when he's married, that says something about his character. But that, but there's no that proof the, of that. If he's going to claim, if he's going to claim that the Bible is his favorite book, and he only, and the only reason he even pulled that scripture out of Second Corinthians is because it had the word liberty in it, and he was at Liberty College or Liberty University. Was That's it the not only a deep, reason he read that verse? But was it not a deep point about unity and uniting the Christians? Wasn't that a deep, true point? It was a true point. Yeah. Uh, and I, I wish he had united the country a little bit better than he did. I think he, I think he did a fine job, honestly, um, as far as uniting the country. Um, you think so? I feel like he not only did he, he already came into a country that was already divided. But yes. now the Republican Party itself is divided. But that's fine. I'm glad that the Republican Party is divided because the Republican Party is evil by and large. So then what did he unite? Who, what group of people did he bring closer together? The Christians, the people who are really, what? who saw him, who saw him as a truth teller, that he, the truth teller that he is by and large. Truth teller. Yeah. Now, now the conversation has come full circle. How can this dude be a truth teller if he paid a porn star not to tell anybody that he paid her to have sex while he was married? And... He says that the Bible is his favorite book, but he can't give you a, uh, his favorite verse because he didn't know that it was Second Corinthians. Because the truth is, you don't truth know anything. You don't know, or nor should you care about the porn star situation. You don't know the truth, truth about teller. that. You don't know we that do that's. Know. You don't know that that's the truth. You're just making. You're we repeating. Do know that that's the truth. No, you don't. Yes, we do. It was litigated. This if it didn't if it didn't go through the process if the procedure had never gone through I would be right there with you saying we don't know but we know he paid p- paying somebody off isn't proof that he slept with her. Keep going. Okay, and uh, truth teller, we're not going to agree that that you don't actually know. You weren't there. You don't actually know. 
You're just making an assumption. Not, you're making a what you going, consider to be a reasonable assumption, but it's not actually hard truth, established hard but truth. It is. No, it's not. So I'm I'm one of those people that says let's wait until the facts come out, and the facts came out. But the facts did not come and out. Then, All the facts then, did not come out. And then the, and you didn't the, even. The what, why do you even care about that? <laughs> because you just you you tried to give Trump president former President Trump credit. For being a truth teller, yes, I'm he like, is. Dude, he lied about Stormy Daniels, and he lied no, he didn't lie about her. The Bible was it, and he you don't know that he, he lied about he definitely, her. Definitely, and I'm saying even if he didn't, we know that he lied about the Bible being his favorite book because he he didn't even know that it was safe. Why can't you give him credit for promoting the Bible? He he didn't he didn't quote any scriptures when he was asked what his favorite scriptures were. He went and read a verse that has the word liberty in it at Liberty University. Right. And as the president, you got the mic, you got a big microphone, you got a platform that others don't have. So I can't give him credit for reading the scripture. But but I said, why can't you give him credit for promoting the Bible? All he did was read a scripture. No, he me, promo- a better promotion, when he said a better, when he called. A better pro- when he called the Bible his favorite the Bible book, would have been a better promotion of the Bible would have been for him to implement and convey and portray some actual verses and some actual truths so that he, are in the Bible, but not he just pro- reading a, a scripture at a campus. But he, when you when you said his the Bible is his favorite book, was that not promoting the Bible? Whether it was enough for you, promoting it enough for you, wasn't it promoting it? I guess so. See, by definition of the word, yeah, and then. When I say truth teller, tell him some truth that that Trump told Big Bump. Um, that I put him on the spot. <laughs> right, I'm trying to think of something that outside of Ooh. the. I'll just say something that people don't like that a truth. He wanted a wall to go up, and it was not put up because not because of him not paying for it, or the you know not paying for it, but him not addressing the situation and, and, and having funds put to that. But outside of his, of, of the, of his administration, there were other people that didn't want that to happen. That's the truth. The truth is I'll go with Stormy Daniels. She went against the, the non-disclosure speaking about, uh, what happened. If it's a non-disclosure, she's the one that, that will put the, everything on her to, to be in a why aren't you questioning her situation because she spoke out about it and she was supposed to not speak out about anything. Mm-hmm. He told the truth Please about... Don't tell me those are the only two examples you got. No, there's, no, there's, there's more. I'm, it, by and large, he, he told the truth about the uh, people coming in from Mex- through Mexico he t- and he stood by that truth. Despite uh, being uh, boycotted by... By a company, big, huge companies that were that were in bed with him. I'll, let me say one thing. It just yeah. came to me because I'm thinking of the regulation type thing. He wanted to cut the regulations, and he cut the regulations. Yeah, cut daily there was something being cut. With the Charlottesville situation, the Charlottesville riot, there was violence on many sides, and he told he was the only one to tell the truth, and he caught a lot of flack for that. He told the truth about a whole lot of things in his inauguration speech. He said, you know. Um, the government has become the enemy of the people. Maybe not in so many words, but he's, he told big, true things. And you're hung up on, on what I consider to be petty things, Ronnie, in Cincinnati. 
So, so what I heard was he told the truth about a wall or needing a wall. Then he told the truth about Stormy Daniels. We need to blame her for breaking the NDA. Mm-hmm. And then the last point you made was Charlottesville. Yeah. Okay. So my original question was, what did he do to you? What groups of people did he unite? I don't think he united anybody by saying we need to build a wall. He really shouldn't unite his voting, his voting base because if he promised a wall that Mexico was going to pay for, and you're saying that it wasn't built, then you're telling us that he failed to fulfill that promise, regardless of if it was his fault or other people's. But as the president of the United States, you got a lot of power, so it's very hard as a president to say, uh, you also. <laughs> I promised the people I would do this, but I couldn't do it because of that person. He did person. most of it. He built yeah. a lot of, he built like 500 miles, built slash rebuilt, 500 mi- close to yeah. 500 miles of wall, so... He he kept why, his end of the why deal. Why is illegal immigration at the southern border still a big problem? Because it, like it, one, it wasn't completed. The wall was the wall was stopped by Biden, and two, so uh, they're letting them. The the uh, federal government wants them coming in. Like they're cutting the barbed wire. They're preventing the Texans from defending their border. They had Bueys on the uh, Panama, not the Panama, the, the Rio, Rio Grande. Rio. Uh, you're, mm-hmm. you're acting, the, the pro- and he, that's Trump a was that's Trump. A problem that could have Trump been did solved. unite people with the wall s- situation, man. What are you talking about? No, he, no, he didn't. You yes, just he told did. Me that he, you, you said he built the wall, but then you said he didn't. He didn't finish it, right? But if he did a decent job of building some of it or most of it, then I feel like illegal immigration shouldn't be a problem, right? No, it's a, a huge, it's a huge border. People, uh, now you're just uh, pleading from is. ignorance. I, I know it is. You're so speaking what, from ignorance. What should happen? What should happen is this. Governors of Republican states should have been sent their National Guards down to Texas and Arizona yeah. and defended the border and say, we're not going to wait on the president. This is a state of emergency, and we're going to go help our southern southern friends. They should have been done that, but they haven't because they don't really care about doing things. Right. You have, the whole, about you have the whole establishment on both sides against the country, and you have one man, Trump, Nobody's for the country. Done it. Regardless, regardless of that's, who we're blaming it, no, nobody's stopping, like even here in Ohio, nobody's stopping Mike DeWine from sending Ohio National Guard down to help defend the Texas southern border. But then you're there's, getting there's away from, there. you're not criticizing Trump, you're criticizing the establishment, which is, I've which is all uni- Trump, though, because I, I, I said he didn't unite the party. Yes, he, 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 unite he united a whole lot of people. He won the, he won the, pre- the presidency. <laughs> what do you mean he didn't unite the party? He didn't unite the party. He won the presidency. He, won, he united he, people who, around been, what's right. In, the part I, to, won the, I just told you most of the, the party's pres- evil. I I even told you he, he united the people the who saw that he told evil, the truth. I'm talking about what voters did he unite? Because I don't see a, a strong group of voters that are actually going out here and pushing legislation that's getting passed and making things safer. Voters don't, don't pass that. legislation. Voters don't pass leg- What are you talking about? That's the yeah, that's the Congress that passes legislation, man. T- it's not. I'm in the state of Ohio. Voters uh-huh. just put up uh, an amendment so that uh, abortion is still available, and they just passed another amendment legalizing weed. Those are amendments. Don't tell me that's that not legislation. Don't, don't pass. What do you mean? People don't pass legislation, James. What are you talking about? We're I'm talking about Congress. You're talking about con- you're talking about legislation I'm, to deal with the border. I'm, you're you're acting like we should deal with the border. You're a, you're a mess. You got you got way 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 high of standards for uh, for Trump, and you don't even know what you're talking I about. Don't. My only standards for Trump is to tell the truth, and which he did. And be honest with 
and he can't even be honest with me about what his favorite book is. Oh, you see, you're petty, like like you uh, Hillary that. Clinton. That's not petty. If you, yes, if, it you is. if you lie about small stuff, you lie about big stuff. You have that's, no that's idea whether his liars work. You have no you you don't even know his heart. How do you know what his favorite book is? I don't need to know his heart, but I know that his favorite book he can't even pronounce the chapters in it. But that does that doesn't make it not his favorite book. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it does why, not. Let me ask you, Ronnie. Why is that such a big deal to you? I know. <laughs> Truth telling. No, no, no. Tell the truth. I'm saying, why is that such a big deal to say two or second? Because he's not telling the truth. No, you're making an assumption. It would be. It would be. Listen, it would be like me saying that I I love to read Harry Potter and then I mispronounce Hogwarts. Of course. No, but what if you only read it by yourself and you didn't watch the movies or hear anybody else say it? Again, that would be so, so when we're talking wouldn't, about wouldn't the people, wouldn't the fellow, wouldn't the fellow Harry Potter Trump fans mispronouncing Corinthians? That would make sense. no. We, I got to, I got to talk over you and shut you down, Ronnie, because we've okay, gone on wait. too long. But let me make this point. Uh, wouldn't let's say Harry Potter? Wouldn't the Harry Potter fans? You're a Christian, right? Yeah. As a Christian, wouldn't you appreciate Trump saying the Bible is his favorite book? We already went through this, and I said yes. Then, well, then you're, you're, you're a, like a woman. You're shallow. <laughs> no, I said I'm glad he didn't pick a, a different book that's worshiping demons. I'm glad leave he didn't do that. that. But <laughs> leave it at that, Ronnie. You know, you I gotta go, the man. Bible is your favorite book. You got a favorite verse? He ain't even had that. Just he, tell the truth. He doesn't have to. President. That's all I ask. <laughs> all I ask is you be a truth teller, which he was, but you don't see it. Amen. All right, thanks, man. <laughs> Take care. Have a good weekend. You too, man. What a mess. Oh, man. Okay. Ah, John in Kentucky. He's on the line. Kentucky, John, you're live with Big Bump and Hake. Man, that last guy just kicked y'all's butt, man. In your in your shallow mind of, I'm not surprised you think so. <laughs> y'all's butt. Yeah. In what way? Die-hard Trump. Y- y'all are diehard Trump supporters. So y'all going to argue this man to the death. He was just making a point that Trump lied and then. Your last statement is like, well, who cares? It's just a two or a second. He's just making a point that Trump lies. So why you don't, not you didn't, you're you, right? He didn't even successfully uh, cite any lie from Trump. That was a lie. That, what lie? The Bible's his favorite book. How do you know that? All right, man. So my lie that Trump uh, told was uh, that he's not. So you don't know that. Oh, you're no. not going to answer how you know that. How do I know what? About that the, the Bible is not Trump's favorite book. That's common sense, man. That's it's not common, common sense. I, That's not an answer. I, I'm not going to defend. I'm not, I'm not a Trump <laughs> fan, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to defend him at, on everything. You got to defend him on every single thing. Not that true. Bring up about him. Not true. But listen, he was so let it be known. Let it. Month. Let the record show that neither John nor Ronnie could prove oh, that quiet. the Bible is not Trump's favorite book. Go ahead. <laughs> and be quiet. Uh, he was close friends with Jeffrey Epstein. He said he wasn't. That's how, a lie. How do you know how close he was with Jeffrey Epstein? How because do you know he was close anybody with him? Who, anybody who gets invited to Pedo Island, or Pedo Island, however you say it. That's not what it was named? close with the man. What was it called? Epstein Island. And Epstein yeah, didn't have the, the bad name that it does now. What did they nickname it? They nicknamed it what you said, I guess. But Why? Because ele- because allegedly they had a uh, reportedly allegedly. I guess they had uh, underage gals over there. There you go. 
and Trump was and Trump was there with them underage girls. How do you know? That's a lie. How do you know? Because, man, look, you funny with that. How so, do you know? How do you? Can know? I ask you something, John? Hey, what they about the? Uh, what about Who the? This is Big Bump. You're live with Big Bump. Oh, Big Bump. Okay, yeah. what's up, Big Bump? Um, what about the FBI agent that said if they had something on him with the Epstein situation, they would have went after him. He was the only Good point. He Good was the he was the only person. But, oh, I'm not finished. Go ahead. He was the only only high profile person to go to the FBI and say, "Hey, this guy is is doing some weird stuff," and I'm bringing Trump it to you guys. That? Yeah. How do you know that? That he. I'm like, hey, now the gentleman said know? it. The the FBI agent said it. There's a I I seen the. How do you gotta take your word for it, huh? You don't have to. I can't recall. You don't have to. You can look. You can look find into it, it for yourself. That's just something that I. I well, you I, know, it, it, it's a bunch of high-profile people that's on that list that uh, was supposed to be coming out, or, or did it come out? It's like all those actors be- and celebrities. Did and you say like that, that he drunk, he banned Epstein from Mar-a-Lago? Yes, that's for sure. Yeah, that he did. That was reported. I, I mean, I'd heard that. I don't. I haven't. I don't After have a news source dead? for you. I don't have a source, bro, for you. <laughs> But I've heard that as well. After he was dead, or like while he was living, and not <laughs> no, I just he banned him you. after he was dead. No, man, you banned him before he was even. Uh, uh, I, I gotta ask. He's trying to clean up his mess. No, I just told. I just gave you an example of what the FBI agent said. What's the FBI agent's name? I have to look for it. Uh, <laughs> you want me, why would I know every I'm little just doing aspect, like hate, man? But that's I'm not, that's, like you're Hake, not man. quite doing it like you. Hake because he's, he's giving something that's either factual or, or not factual, but you, you guys I'll didn't give anything up, that was, that was a factual, logical, that would lead me to logically conclude that Trump's favorite book is not actually the Bible. <laughs> that other guy, he's quicker than I am, okay, so. No, no, I, got y'all I, go ahead, today. go ahead. Make your points. For me? Yeah. No, I was just saying the last guy, Ronnie, was he's quicker than I am. He called in and he made the point very clear, and I wasn't being biased about it. And I, <laughs> I understand he, you don't he think you the were. Point that the Trump lied. So, yeah, those are shallow I mean, things to nitpick. It's easy to see, man. Big, how do you big feel picture, always su- trying to support uh, Trump, man? How, how do you I, feel always taking up for him? I have a clean conscience about it because Trump told the truth, big picture, and he was a man of truth and love. Man, you, I have things I disagree with him about. He's uh, some people disagree with him about Israel. I'm okay with it, I guess. Uh, but he he kept us out of wars. He uh, worked hard on the border. He tried to go after Hillary, but his uh, White House counsel prevented him from doing that. And he told the truth about uh, the situation with the tearing down of the monuments and all that stuff. He was a he was a unifier and a truth teller. He woke up a lot of people who were who used to be atheists, including the American Anchor Baby, used to be atheists. And he's American Anchor Baby saw the insane hatred towards Trump and realized that evil is real. And by the way, ego is real is not evil is real. I misstated no. <laughs> that. Um, and Amen. from that, he realized that American Anchor Baby used to be an atheist. Then he realized God must be real and he became a Christian. Hey, listen. You Many blacks and Hispanics realize that Trump was you know a truth Trump, teller. Go ahead. You know Trump is never, ever, ever going to be president again, right? So what are y'all going to do? That. Are y'all going to keep on like? Are y'all going to keep on just kind of like being Trump are fanatics? You a, and how do you? 
as in, is how are you? Who are you to say what the what the future holds or doesn't hold about Trump being a president or not? How do you know he's not going to be a president? Because nobody wants him to be the president. He's in too much trouble, man. He's just if if he runs, he's going to lose. Wait, you say nobody well, wants him to be president, but he's dominating yeah. the Republican field. So there's a lot of people who want him president. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't mean. I mean, he was dominating last time, and he let Biden Biden beat him. So, I mean, what's going on there? <laughs> That, that doesn't that doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen again. It may, but I'm I don't. But it doesn't mean it will. I'm a psychic. I'll bet you. No, you, I'll, I'll, you're a black Hebrew Israelite. <laughs> don't call yourself psychic. That's not Christian. Why do you always say black Hebrew Israelite? <laughs> because that's what we know it as. But you're a Hebrew Israelite. It's not black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm Israelite man. <laughs> and Big Bump is too. Big mm. Bump, you are too, man. Nah, <laughs> I don't know about yes, that. Yes, you are, dude. I don't know about all that. You're going to find out soon enough. Hey, I'm going to let y'all go, man. I don't want to slow y'all Appreciate up. it, John in Kentucky. Take care. <laughs> Kentucky John. That's the real one, not the banned fake one who was Hamza pretending to be. <sighs> Manuel is in California. I, I know we want to get to these other stories, but Manuel in California, go ahead. If you want to get to your stories, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm going to you. <laughs> Um, all I was going to say is that these people, all you got to do is look at the stock market. Turn them up. If you look at the stock market, when George Bush was in office, Barack Obama was in office, and then Trump was in office, Trump is the only person that has doubled the market, 16000 to 32000 Even if you count all the dips, he blew everyone out of the water. Barack Obama didn't even bring it up more than $8,000. Wow. And Bush brought it up two to four. If you look at the numbers, it's it's simple. If I was a business person, and this man doubled my profits for my business, why would I vote for anyone else? There was a billionaire who was Sri Lankan or India. I thought he was from India, but I think he was Sri Lankan billionaire in California who tra- started to run for, for governor. Chama Chama oh, Yeah. Um, I butchered his name. <laughs> but he said the same thing that you did, that... Trump brought a lot of truth and sense and good business practices and good practices for, you know, the border situation, the wall. And it, we didn't like the messenger, so we killed the message, but the message was right. And so you're, you're so right about that, man. Just like taxes. If you tax people, they have less money, so they'll have less to spend. Yep. If you tax them less, they'll spend more money because they... You know how people are? Everyone's greedy. They all get money in their pocket. They want to burn it. The yeah. more they have, the more they're going to spend. It's common sense, but these people, like, they want, like, $5 a gallon gas. The government, that, like, so much? The government thinks that they can spend their money more responsibly than the, uh, than the people. Yeah. <laughs> and the people, especially, like, businessmen and responsible people, uh, those are the people who are taxed the most, by the way, by and large. Right. Even if they're yeah, liberals. Yeah. And, uh, and it's inefficient, too, because it takes money to even get the money from the people. <laughs> right. What a well, mess. It's like the IRS. People don't understand, like, if they want to hire 80,000 more people, say they make $100,000. So that company needs $800,000 from the taxpayers to yeah. fund their, their scam. Yep. What you a know, racket. Like it, 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 no one knows how to spend your money better than you. There's no way Hank would let me some random dude in California spend his money for him. Yeah. That'd be ridiculous. 
That's so true, anyway. man. Great point. I'll let you guys get back to it so I don't cut off your stories too much. Thank you, Manuel. Appreciate you. Take care. All right. Bye. William in California. Let's just plow through these calls and then get to the stories. <laughs> William in California, go. You're live with Big Bump and Hate. Sometimes. Good morning. How you doing? Doing Big well. Bump, how you doing? I'm well. Good morning. I'm going to point something out to you. Um, I'm not a churchgoer every day. No way. But I have found out that some of the most godly people in the world don't go to church or read the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. So I think True. everybody's being a little judgmental yeah. about a mute argument. How did you like your two fifty dollar? Uh, was that two fifty a gallon? How did you like that? That was pretty nice. It <laughs> was like nicer that? even when it was twenty five cents or ten cents. <laughs> but yes, you're well, right. Trump had uh, great gas prices, and you can't doubt it. You cannot even deny it. Yeah. So who he slept with? I don't care. Right. Because this was done when he wasn't even in office. And his wife didn't say anything. Right. She's right. still with him. So his he's being classy. And he's being classy, not repeating the grab him by the whatever and all that stuff. And all these vulgar people are pr- trying to say he's the vulgar one when they're the ones repeating the vulgar stuff that he that's allegedly correct. did in his past. And as for the wall, it would have been finished if he'd won the election. Yeah. So we're talking about lies. And quoting the Bible, I'll tell you what's the biggest lie in the world. Hebrew Israelites talking about occupying Israel. <laughs> that's not the How biggest lie? lie. Come on, that's not the biggest. I think the that's biggest not lie is anger. Happen. I'm not going to attack. That just ain't going to happen. And I think that's a lie. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> so I think some of the most godly people don't even read the Bible. I think somebody said that on Jesse's show. Can you be a Christian without reading the Bible? Yeah. Um, even the, the Bible mic. says that. The Bible Drop says the those who never even heard the law have have the law keep the law in their hearts. And as far as uh, the country being divided, I know this for a fact. Until Barack Obama, Barack Hussein Obama, Barry, until he came, we wasn't even talking about race. Yeah. So the country was divided. When he came in office, it was the the division was there, but it even it, it became even worse because he exacerbated it. And any time you address the nation and say African Americans have been working more than they ever have since slavery, that's dropping the mic. Yeah, nice man. Appreciate it, William in California. Enjoy your weekend. You as well. Oh, God bless the veterans, even Indeed, the ones nice. that hate America. God bless you guys, and thank you guys for all your service. Yeah, nice one. Take care. Take care. All right. Bye. Okay, let's get in. Oh, Super Chats. Quick Super Chats. Evil is still real on Rumble. Says, ego is real, is a full-blown chat tard, and is not me, moron. <laughs> Don't say moron, kids. Uh, I stand corrected. Evil is still real. Uh Come to think of it, that ego is real. Coffee was a little too kind-hearted in its uh, in its voice, if you will, to be evil is still real. Hey, do you think we should teach our kids that men and women in school, uh, that men can be women in school and vice versa? No? Same thing with normal IQ ball earthers. You must fight against it before our word tardation became, becomes normal. E-tard, e-tardation, Ray. Nice. <laughs> any any response to that uh, big bump there? No. 
All right. <laughs> Carver bought a coffee. Hey, hey, you can big bump. Didn't Nick tell CJ not to call in on a speakerphone? I don't know if it was Nick, but it might have been somebody. Sean, maybe. It is a mistake a first-time caller could make, but never the infallible CJ. After making such an egregious blunder, how much stock can we really put in, in anything that he says? <laughs> Pretty funny, man. Uh, Matthew on YouTube said, bought a coffee. Groovy talk today, Hake. I really jibe with the show. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's funny. The Hispanics pronounce a pe grande as ve, and a, uh, and a ve chica as be, be. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Super Chatters. I appreciate it. Let's get nice. into Owen Schroyer, because before, before we get back to calls, what's going on with our, uh, one of our freedom fighters? Oh, yeah. The political persecution of Owen Schroyer. And I don't have a clip of this, but I have this the tweet that he that one somebody posted on his behalf. Yeah, um, yeah, that's his now. Before he went in, that's he made this his official Twitter. Okay, it's Owen Schroyer, Owen seventeen seventy six. Owen Schroyer, seventeen seventy six. Uh, before he went into the slammer for sixty days, is it sixty days? Yeah. Is he going to full serve that full term? Do you think? Yes. Wow. It it seems that way, uh, unless. Matt Gates can kind of step in and and make make some things happen because he's being or Schroyer is being uh persecuted and you know messed around with it from what I um hear these uh tweets and individuals from Infowars. Say. He he Owen Schroyer for those who don't know is of Infowars.com. He's a host over mm-hmm. there under Alex Jones. Right. And he and Alex have both interviewed Jesse Lee Peterson. Mm-hmm. Jesse has interviewed both of those both guys, of I think. Right. Uh, Owen Schroyer, War Room with Owen Schroyer is the show that hosts mm-hmm. Jesse on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. And he was at January 6th. Mm-hmm. And he was protesting saying, 1776, right. 1776. 1776 at the crowd outside the Capitol mm-hmm. building. Did he breach the barriers? I know he didn't go inside the Capitol. Did he breach the barriers? Did, okay, so there were some guys who broke down <laughs> who the barriers. Broke down the barriers. Ill-advised. Don't be breaking down barriers, people. Uh, but did he cross those barriers? I don't even think he crossed the barriers. I think wow. he got to the point of the barriers. Okay. Didn't cross the barriers. I think they were standing more on either platforms or Cars. It had to be platforms. I don't think they were standing on cars. Okay. Um, on platforms. The Infowars hosts. Yeah. Um, and with bullhorns. My competitor. Right. Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, bullhorning. You know, saying, but they they previously said do not breach. You know. Right. This. You know, they were saying it was a setup. They, right. They already felt that it was a setup. Wow. But. Uh, but they were still there. They were still there. Just to be good examples. Yeah. And, it's almost and like speak referees. up for the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, like you said, he was saying 1776, which is the declaration, the year of the independence, Declaration of Independence of America. Right. Yeah. And uh, and we want independence from right. the evil government. Right. Right. Always. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that that that's where he pretty much. That's why they're after him is because he wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't. Involved, you know, he months. I think like maybe six months prior, he went into the Capitol. Oh yeah, but he had, and he you know, spoke out of turn. 
He but didn't he speak. Oh, okay. He had, oh yeah, he had tape, tape over, over his mouth. mouth. Yeah. Okay, and because he had a you been know, censored. Yeah, he was being he censored himself, and and prior to that was the Ralph the Nader, or what's the penguin looking dude, the congressman or. What is he? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One. Yeah. Uh, fat. Yeah. Fat. Uh, Jerry Nadler. Yeah. Jerry Nadler. Is that what it is? Yeah. Fat yeah, Jerry. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> before that New was, York congressman. Yeah. That was an outburst. He had the outburst there, which they just escorted him out. Right. And then when he noticed that there were kids able to, you know, do whatever, pledge allegiance or whatever, sing and other, other like Antifa-like or... Uh, pro abortion, or yeah, pro abortion, whatever it was that they were uh, in the Capitol doing, disrupting you know, dis- a hearing, demonstrations, disrupting yeah, a, stuff like that, disrupting a congressional proceeding, yeah, that, which is a crime. <laughs> <laughs> that he said, okay, I'm gonna do this. And yeah, no, no speech at all, just a speech of paper. He used paper to say, I think, free speech or something. I forgot exactly what it said. Yeah, but he used tape over his mouth, and I think. That probably was more that played into the what's going on with the January sixth of him being there, okay, speaking out again. What are they? Uh, they accused him of what? Because he's jailed over the January sixth thing. He didn't. Yeah. He repeatedly said seventeen seventy six, which you could be construed as oh, revolution, violent revolution. That's what they're using it. But as. nobody became excessively violent right some people did became excessively violent a couple people moshed with the police mm-hmm. one guy uh swung a you know those people were questionable also right <laughs> i mean some of them were yeah. just rough around the edges trump yeah, supporters. Yeah, yeah of course there's this hispanic trump supporter who maced a guy and caused him yeah. to have a heart attack i guess or something right allegedly <laughs> there, i mean the people were you know there's like rough around the proud yeah. a lot of proud boys are ex-convicts mm-hmm. who love the country but they're just too violent sometimes. And then you get the one, the Proud Boys, that weren't even in D.C. Right. That did So years. he's thrown in jail basically yeah. over political persecution. For sure. That's exactly And why. then he tweeted some video out, and so they put him into so- yeah. solitary confinement. Or somebody else tweeted yeah. something for him. So initially, this I remember, October 24th is when he went in. They immediately put him in solitary confinement based on COVID regulations. <laughs> okay. So he was there for the first week, I think. When he got out of there, he did an interview, which he's interviewed, you know, people on his show as well as Alex that will call in and, you know, interview while the show was going on. Yeah. He did the same thing and they put him back in solid, uh what is it? Solitary, Solitary confinement. confinement. Well, she like, called it something else, but yeah. Yeah, they put him right back. Yeah, they used something else that... uh to cover up Bureau what it really is. Prisons lady. Yeah, and solitary is considered sometimes cruel and unusual punishment yeah. by some. Yeah. Because it's sort of like an extra harsh punishment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's for their own protection. Yeah. But is this it's in D.C. where he is? Where, He's in Kansas. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Better than D.C. Yeah. But I'll they, say. yeah. They, it, there's been like every, like every one of these guys are from the reports are being treated disgusting. Yeah. You know? uh, and they, they, you know, they want to speak up about it. They, they they seem to be in good spirits when you hear them speak. They, yeah. Uh, which is cool. But many of them they, are they, like they, returning they, to Christianity and yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Owen Schroer himself said that he wants to use this time to become a mm -hmm. better person. Right. Yeah. His his message. Going and he encourages out. Yeah. everybody else to work on that to become a better person. Better, yeah. not bitter. Right. For sure. Matt Gates is a congressman out of Florida mm -hmm. who confronted this gal, Director Peters, this woman named P last name Peters. Colette Peters. Yeah, yeah, and she was her answers were clear as mud. She didn't. She acted like she didn't know what was going on, right. which is quite possible. Right. And she was giving like safe, vague, mm -hmm. generalized answers yeah. that leave a whole lot of wiggle room for abuse. Yeah. Of uh, these guys. Yeah. And that's Very interesting. Questionable. Very yeah. questionable. Yeah. And it's some people say, oh, now that the January Sixers are being abused, all of a sudden people care. Blacks been abused in in prisons forever. I'm sure a lot of people are abused uh, or treated thing. wrong yeah. in prisons. And I've never liked, I've never even liked the notion that people can get R-worded in prison, raped. Yeah. That's <laughs> like insane to me. Right. That they, that. You can't. <laughs> that's why I want chain gangs. Let them work off that <laughs> testosterone. <laughs> as soon as they get back, eat and go to sleep. Yeah, so they have no 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 energy for anything else. Yeah, yeah. They're coming out bigger than than all of us, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> lawyers and all. Which is cool. I mean, it's fine to learn, I guess. But they become liberal activists. It's like so yeah. so messed up. Interesting, man. Yeah. Then, and she's been around for years also doing the same thing. She was in Oregon. She was over the Oregon Department of Corrections. Oh, wow. So Sounds like a liberal. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, she is too. Just, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you're right. Uh, it, she left everything. It was like open, like so much to question. Yeah. That it would make sense for Representative Gates to keep going, to keep going, whoever, any, any congressman or anyone yeah. to try to push the issue of what's going on. Let's see. These, right, uh, political prisoners. Yeah, while, while they're there, let's see what they look like, what, what their conditions are. I appreciated uh, Marjorie Green for for sounding the alarm, even mm -hmm. though I don't think she, she should really be in office and That's, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but she was speaking up on behalf of the January Sixers. We whole lot of people see it as political persecution. But Hillary thinks, oh, Trump is going to jail his... <laughs> exactly. Trump didn't even do close to that. <laughs> we wish Trump would have done that more. Oh, uh, You know what? We, are, we can't get into the, these other topics that you wanted to touch on. I got Mays on the line. Can we do Mays for two minutes? Of course. Mays in Dayton, Ohio. You're live with Big Bump. Hello, James and Big Bump. Hey. Hey, Mays. Well, Big Bump, since you brought out the blacks on slaves, what kind of mistreatment did they get when, when they owned them? The ones that they own. I wasn't That's there, so I don't know. And you don't know either. Excuse me? I don't know, and you don't know either. That's what I'm trying. So you you like the, uh, you know what a wigger is, Jane? Yes, a white person who acts N-word-ish. No, 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 no. And that, the N-word has nothing to do with it. That's, that's William. A white who, who, a white who acts a like he's black. William. Yes, that's William. William's anyway, not a wig. <laughs> you, how do you in fact, you can't even. No, you don't. Oh, yes, he is. You're abusing yes, language, Maze. You but say I'm bright is dumb. I'm just telling you what he is, what I think. All and right. in your man, in your man, it's just like in your man, in Big Bump Man. Yes. When he came out with that, he got people believing him saying that black people own slaves. So if they did, what mistreat did they, did they get by their ownership? And how did the Milano kids come around? Come about? So if you want to do some history, why don't you do the real thing? Because if Trump was in office, he wouldn't even be able to pull that out because he don't want you to talk about stuff like that. Who? 
Who are you talking about? So, and y'all mad. Y'all can think the way you want to because if your brain is small, that's how you do. <laughs> Maze, you don't know what I t- you're I tuned her out. I was looking at the chat. And saw it all over again, okay? Maze, you didn't say anything. <laughs> so that's how that go, Big Bump. Okay, Maze, you still didn't say anything. And what they're supposed to represent in, in the first place. I said, you if, you, if you listen. Just because you came out with that. If you listen. Instead of just rambling, I said, shout out to I'm William. Not rambling. You are. You don't talk. You just go with your head down. You can't even hold your head up. Take okay. your head off your head. Be a His head is up. Your head off your head when you're inside of the studio. His head is oh, up and okay. he's speaking. Anyway, go ahead. I'm listening. He's too slow. Uh, you're the slow one. You didn't even know that. That Did you hear me say this is a shout out to William because he brought up this, the, the conversation a couple, like a month ago? No, I didn't hear you because I, I was not around at the time. Oh, okay. So oh, you're just talking out of place, to, right? But I want you to do, I want you to you're do the history on the slavery and you give me some evidence. I just gave you uh, so history on something. And then all the other ones that listen. How you didn't listen to that? You didn't hear that, but you know about this. That's what this. I want them to do is to learn. And before, and, and then another thing I have to say. No, we got to end. Was going on, <laughs> you just talking about it. But the was going on before Obama ever showed his face. <laughs> it was there. Because you remember the one that said, uh, "Yes, Bush is true. A that is very true, Maze. Thank the you. hatred so was don't there." Don't even use that. Don't use that wigger. Okay, y'all have a good one. <laughs> Bye, Maze. <laughs> wow, she's doing hard R W word, Igger way. Uh, guys, this has been the Hake Report. Big bump on big underscore bump right. two G's on uh, Twitter, which is X, and IG Instagram, B I G G underscore B U M P. Big bump, all one word on YouTube. Adios, America. Thank you, Big Bump. Thank you for having me, James. And let's enjoy Running for the Prize. Let's go. By Mary Rice Hopkins. (laughs) Adios, America. Uh, Take care. So good. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The Fallen State at Noon. Somebody said, hey, you could do another hour on Fridays. I can't spring that on these guys. It's... Put on my shoes I'm running a race and I, I can't lose The race will start within my heart There's a winner in me and you Winner deep down, let him come out God within I love this song as a kid <laughs> I wish I heard it when I was a kid <laughs> Yeah <laughs> they made it kind of Caribbean or something. Yeah. <laughs> Some ska. The finish line. It's a children's song. American anchor baby Nick Stream at 4 p.m. Pacific Church on Sunday RebuildingTheMan.com Stop fronting Big Bump This song is not us <laughs> This is fire Three fire emojis <laughs> It's half Jamaican. (laughs) Jesus by my side. Big Bump got to remix this song. (laughs) 
Mary Rice. Hake's <laughs> shows from yesterday and the day before have YouTube context box for Flat Earth, <laughs> Wikipedia entries, Mama Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, Biggs, says Greenwall. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, James. Yeah, thank you, Big yeah. Bump. And adios, America. See you next week, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs>